I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. I am a lifelong procrastinator. I was always the kid in school, whether it was elementary school or high school, who waited until the last minute, the absolute last minute to do a big project. I liked the pressure. And I'm still like that, especially when I have discretionary time. I tend to procrastinate a lot. And that's what we're talking about today, procrastination. In fact, I procrastinated a lot before I recorded this episode. Here are some of the things that I did instead. I did the Wordle of the day, the word puzzle that I love so much that is only uh, playable once each day. So I did the Wordle. I cleaned part of my office. I went online and bought some concert tickets. I cleaned some more of my office. I made a feeble attempt at cleaning out my inbox. And then I decided this was all in the name of research because I was procrastinating. And the episode, of course, was about procrastination. As the afternoon wore on, and the morning was long since passed, and the afternoon wore on, I really needed to get down to recording the episode. But then divine intervention happened. And the sewer main at my children's school broke and the kids needed to be picked up because there was no water or toilets working in the school. So the school was closing early for the day. Now, while I didn't go do the driving and the pickup, my spouse went to collect them. I went into crisis management mode and I helped to coordinate rides for some neighbor kids whose parents couldn't leave work and so forth. Much texting and phone calling ensued and another 90 minutes were gone. And that brought me to the end of the workday with the podcast not recorded. The podcast would have to wait until the next day. And I was very successful in my research on procrastination. Now, the next day, which happens to be today, was filled with morning meetings, a trip to the airport, and then some miscellaneous errands like going to the school's transportation office to look for a glove that my son might have left on the bus two months ago. I'm not even kidding. I actually did that. And I was fully aware that I was procrastinating when I did it. And that last one was pretty much the last straw. It was really getting ridiculous. So then I sat down and I used the strategies that I'm going to share with you right now in this podcast in order for me to get the notes for this podcast episode wrapped up and get to work recording it. So here's how it went down and here's your steps to overcome procrastination yourself. Now, as I get into how to solve it, I have to ask you this question first. Do you ever notice 
that the things that you do when you're procrastinating are not typically the things that you would choose to do. Some people will do the laundry or clean the kitchen or get in a workout, all in the name of procrastinating writing that high visibility report that's due at work on Friday. Or if it's the laundry or cleaning the kitchen or doing the workout that happens to be your top priority, that big kahuna, the big thing that you care the most about that's most important to you, you'll likely tackle that report that's due on Friday like nobody's business and get that handled. So we tend to do all of these other things that don't necessarily seem that important. Many of them need to get done anyway in the name of procrastination. Now, along the way, provided that our procrastination does not take the form of binge watching a new show on Netflix, we're going to get those needed tasks accomplished. It's nice to have clean laundry, a clean kitchen, an empty inbox. (laughs) Okay, on that last one, I'm just guessing because my inbox is nowhere near empty. Inbox, I'm coming for you soon. I promise. So procrastination has some value. We get other things done. Not only in terms of what else we're getting done, what we're getting done instead of that big important thing, but it's also a big clue that the thing that we're avoiding is in fact highly important to us. It's important, very important, and yet we resist it. Stephen Pressfield in his book, The War of Art, Break Through Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles, discusses at length this nebulous thing called resistance. A writer who doesn't write, a composer who doesn't compose, a painter who doesn't paint, an entrepreneur who doesn't put forth an idea. They're all afflicted by resistance. Resistance to our art, resistance to our creativity, our innovation, heck, even resistance to our laundry. I'll link his book up in the show notes, which you can find at workingconversations.com forward slash 9090 for episode 90. So let's talk about how to bust through procrastination. And let's start by first talking about what not to do. Do not beat yourself up over it. This is not a time for self-flagellation. We don't need to do a nasty number with our self-talk on ourselves. Instead, thank yourself for it. Be compassionate and understanding and show some gratitude to your procrastination. Acknowledge that you're up to big, important things and dwell in your recognition of the importance of this for at least a few beats. In fact, this simple acknowledgement helps me break through my procrastination. It brings what I'm about to do into sharp focus. It reminds me that this thing that I'm putting off is important. Sometimes it's a vital piece of my self-expression and creativity. Other times, it's a piece of work that needs to get done. Maybe it's a set of slides for a keynote that I'm about to give, or perhaps like today, the the recording notes and process for getting ready to record a podcast. So when you are experiencing procrastination, do not beat yourself up. In fact, thank yourself, acknowledge yourself, for being up to amazing things in the world. All right, now let's get down to busting it up. So here are seven ideas for how to move through procrastination and on to productivity. Note that I say move through it. We can't avoid it, 
escape it, or otherwise skip it. Not when we're up to big things. Procrastination is part of the process. And that might mean you need to build a little cushion into your schedule when you're up to big things, because procrastination is going to take some time. So do that if that's what you need to do. In fact, I highly recommend it. Okay, here are my seven ideas to bust up procrastination. Number one, create a routine. If you are a creative, have a set time each day that you work on your craft, regardless of whether you feel like it or not. Make it non-negotiable. Now, the same goes for the rest of you, even if you're not a creative type. Just sit down or lace up your shoes or whatever it is that you need to do to get started on that thing that you're procrastinating. So that's number one, create a routine where you're going to just do it. Number two, engage in a bit of what I call bounded procrastination. This is time bound. Set a timer or do something that is finite in time. You've probably heard me say, in fact, earlier in this podcast, I do Wordle, the word game. It takes me less than five minutes and I feel like I'm indulging in my procrastination rather than trying to use my willpower to strong arm and overcome it. And indulging in it feels a little bit decadent. Then when the game is over, I get to work. So find yourself something that you can engage in that is a little bit decadent to you that makes you feel like you're indulging and do that first as part of your procrastination and then get down to work. Number three, set a timer. You don't have to spend all morning working on that report, if that's the thing that you're procrastinating, or you don't have to spend all morning working out, if that's what you're procrastinating. Set a timer for 10 minutes. (laughs) Most of us can endure just about anything for 10 minutes. And then it's very likely that in those 10 minutes, you find yourself in the flow, or you find yourself having opened up all the other materials and documents that you need, that you're far enough into it that you're going to keep going at least for another 10 minutes. Now you don't have to, but you do have to do those initial 10 minutes you set out to do. Likewise, once you put on all the gear to go to the gym or to do that workout, even if you're going to work out for only 10 minutes, sometimes it's taken us more than 10 minutes to get ready or to get to the gym. And so we're going to continue to work out beyond the 10 minutes that we set for ourselves. So number three, set a timer and stick to it. Number four, Sweeten the task. Do something that makes it more fun, more interesting, or more pleasurable. Can you play music while you do it? Drink a cup of tea? Chew gum? What is something that you enjoy doing that would pair with the task that you're procrastinating that would make it more pleasurable? Add that to the mix. Number five, drop the perfectionism. Sometimes we put off doing something because we have an all or nothing mentality around it. If I can't do it perfectly, it's not worth doing. Or we want the circumstances to be perfect. My desk has to be clean. There can't be any noise distractions. The sun must be out. My kids must be at school. Or my kids must be home from school. Jupiter must be rising. (laughs) And on and on it goes. Listen up. This is important. You are not defined by your circumstances, and you can't let your circumstances hold you back either. Your circumstances are not going to be perfect, and neither are you. You just need to get down to work. 
And if you need a booster shot from me on getting past perfectionism, make sure you download episode 87, Six Ways to Overcome Perfectionism. So number five, drop the perfectionism. Number six, this one's really important. This is one of my favorites. Do your future self a favor. Think about yourself tomorrow or even later today. Would your future self benefit in some way if this task were completed now, if you didn't have to do it later, or if you didn't have to do it tomorrow? Will your future self be glad that you got that workout in? Would it make the next workout routine easier? Or maybe you just feel good about yourself knowing that you did it. Or perhaps you'll have a physical response, a feeling better. Or if it's a work task, will it make for a lighter load tomorrow if you did this today? So number six, do your future self a favor. And number seven, most importantly, remind yourself that you are up to something big, something important. That's why resistance and procrastination show up in the first place. Connect to that big idea of yours. Maybe it's your personal mission. Maybe it's just making enough money to pay the rent. Maybe it contributes to world peace or maybe... Your work saves homeless kittens. Whatever your big why is, bring it to mind and recall that the task that you're putting off is indeed worthy. It's important. It matters. That's why you're procrastinating about it. So number seven, remind yourself that you are up to something big. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy... Or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. All right, so here is how I used these seven techniques in moving past my procrastination to actually get this episode recorded. (laughs) Number one, create a routine. I have a routine. In fact, there are a lot of steps that go into recording a podcast and I use a checklist so that my sound engineer and my social media manager get all the things they need for me to do their jobs and then I actually record, you know, hit record in the recording studio and make sure that podcast gets recorded. So I pull out the checklist and I got everything set up. So that was my routine. Number one, create a routine. Number two, engage in a bit of what I call bounded procrastination. Well, I had already played Wordle for the day, and it's a a once-a-day puzzle, and I'd already played it. So I chose something else. I went on to the app Words with Friends and played against the computer. I played once. Well, okay, I did play twice. They're short games. Five turns each, five turns from me, five turns from the computer. So they are short games. I won both games against the computer and I closed the app. So number two, I did a bit of 
unbounded procrastination. Number three, set a timer. (laughs) Well, for me, as I'm recording this episode right now, it is at the very tail end of my workday. The clock was ticking this afternoon and it was getting to the end of my workday. I needed to make this happen. I was not going to let another day go by. So I didn't necessarily need to set a timer because the end of the workday was ticking down. It was a natural timer for me. So number three, set a timer. Again, didn't quite need to, it was happening already. Number four, sweeten the task. I drank a can of sparkling water as I finished up my notes and got everything ready to go in the studio. And I love my sparkling water and it just felt like a treat. So I did that sweeten the task by drinking a sparkling water as I got ready to record this episode. Number five, drop the perfectionism. Well, this one was pretty easy for me. It's never perfect. And that's why I have a team of people editing out my mistakes and my retakes, and it really takes the pressure off. So I was able to drop the perfectionism before I even started. Number six, do my future self a favor. Well, my future self cares deeply about this. I do not want this on my to-do list tomorrow. I already put it off one day and there was no way I was going to let a second day go by. So in addition to doing my future self a favor, I was also doing my team a favor because they're waiting for this episode so that they can edit it and create the social media assets that go around it and everything else. So I definitely did my future self a favor. I'm super glad that this episode is getting recorded today instead of tomorrow. And number seven, and most importantly, I reminded myself that I am up to something big something important with this episode. And here I thought of you. I thought about how somebody in my listening audience needs to hear this. Maybe it's you, or maybe not, or maybe not right now. Maybe you'll listen to this episode later when you need it the most. Someone is listening to this episode and it is jolting them into action on something that they have been procrastinating about. And it's going to make a difference. I don't know who it's going to make a difference for, but it's definitely going to make a significant difference that this is jolting them into taking action. And I can certainly speak for myself. I've got my own proof. When I honor my procrastination and see it as a sign that I am up to something important, I have more grace and more compassion for myself. And then I see the procrastination as a useful part of the process, the resistance as Stephen Pressfield calls it. And when I move through the procrastination, again, not past it, but rather through it, I come out the other side ready to take action. And heck, (laughs) this podcast episode actually got recorded, didn't it? Because you're listening to it. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening to it. If you ever want to see the video version, please remember that every episode is also going straight to YouTube. So at the same time, it lands on whichever podcast service you get your podcasts on. It's also landing on my YouTube channel. And I'll link that up in the show notes in the event you'd rather watch an episode or maybe YouTube is your platform of choice. So just know that that's available to you as well. And if this episode was helpful to you, please give me a five-star review and say a few words about what you like about the podcast on whichever platform that you listen to podcasts on or on my YouTube channel. I would appreciate it so much. All right, my friends, bust through your procrastination and take on whatever you are bringing to the world or yourself that you might be procrastinating on. And know that I've got your back 
whenever resistance to whatever it is that you're making happen in the world shows up. I've got your back. Until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.